This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Everybody. Hey well, guys! Welcome to another episode of the MFG Cast. This episode, we're going to be talking about how to enhance your game space, whether it be upgrades for your games or certain things for your game room, or just basically just kind of I don't know, just bringing more board game RPG mm. geekery to your space, basically. Bringing the love, baby. That's right, and doing it in just more than just buying a game and playing a game, you know, there's lots of other different ways of really, you know, living in the geekery that is board gaming or gaming in particular. I'm not going to just lump it to board gaming. So, but before that, let's talk about what we've been playing recently. Okie dokie. Okay. So we played a few games, some old and some new. I'll talk about the first one. I think we had brought out a couple of old games and one of the games that we hadn't played actually in quite a bit is uh, Century Spice Road by Plan B Games. This is one of those games that I like, but I'm terrible at, I feel like. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But the game that we actually played was really close. Uh, you only won by a single point, which pisses me off to no end. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it worth it, or is it worse than um, getting completely annihilated i think i would rather get completely annihilated because i just i know where my lot in life is then so <laughs> you know losing by a point especially when i thought that i actually would have was gonna win that game it's very disappointing i guess i'm surprised that i won i thought you had beat me because you collected the last point card because i think in a two-player game you have to get six yep. and you had six and i had five so i thought well shit, I'm out of luck Yeah. because you got the last one and there's no chance for me because they range from like, what, six or seven points to like 19 or something like that. So I thought, well, I'm totally out of luck and boom, I brought it in, baby. I love how you just did what you said in on Twitter or whatever. That's fine. Hey, that was not for this game. Okay. Oh, it wasn't. Uh-huh. Nice. All right. So. But yeah, yeah, I, I hate it. This, so. yeah, this game, for some reason, really stressed me out this time. <laughs> um, and I had the biggest deck of cards I've ever collected, I think, when playing it this time, too. But I don't know if it's for the fact that we haven't played it for so long that I was just trying to get back into the swing of things. Mm -hmm. Just to try to get used to what was going on. Or if in the merchant deck or the merchant cards... We were just flipping some pretty crazy ones mm -hmm. that it just, we just had to kind of clear them to get other cards or what. But yeah. 
man, I was, it was making me nervous. Yeah. I felt like I was buying more or acquiring more cards from the, from the market than usual, you know, just putting a bunch of, putting a bunch of spices down to get to like one of the furthest cards. It's like, I want this one really, but you know, really bad. And I felt like I had comboed some of my cards really good, but then I had, I don't know, for some reason you just kind of, I don't know, maybe you've got better cards and were able to. I don't know. We were we were really stacking some pretty beefy cards. Mm-hmm. We were too, but I don't think we played how we've ever played before. No, but it could be because of having some of our gameplay under our belts from for a couple of years because we haven't played probably this game for year, yeah, year and a half maybe mm-hmm. or something like that. So the knowledge that we've acquired with our strategery <laughs> over the years or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. We also played Potion Explosion by Simon Games. This is another game that we haven't brought to the table probably since we first bought it a few years ago. I think we bought this game after we played it at Meeplestock. Yeah, I think that's right. And that was, a what, a couple of years ago or something like that, that we attended Meeplestock? This is one of those games that I've probably played maybe on the iPad Yeah. since then, because this is kind of a fun game to mix up and play on the iPad every once in a while. Yeah, the app is amazing, and it does all the work for you almost. It totally does all the work for you. You don't have to remember everything. Except for I, until just now talking about it, remember that we have it because Logan is always hijacking the iPad, so I don't remember that we even have this game. (laughs) However, for those of you who have not played Potion Explosion, I, it's kind of, I don't want to call it a hidden treasure because I don't really think it's a hidden treasure because I think people have seen it. But what I think is kind of cool about it is the fact that the components of the game aren't I don't think cheap. No. You build the container to hold the the marbles. Yeah, which are your potion ingredients. Yes. You build that, which is made of a pretty solid, I would say, cardboard type that does not sound very... That sounds really cheap when I call it cardboard, but it's very solid. And you have the ability to drop the marbles in and they each roll down different columns and then all of the ingredients or the, the beakers are like a thick chipboard. And they're all colored really nice and there's tons of them. Are you talking about the flask or whatever? Oh, the flasks, not yeah, beakers. Yeah. So you have tons of those and then there's like all these different abilities on the potions that you can utilize as you're kind of going through. And it's cool because it's like a thinky game because... When you pull one marble out, if two of the same color touch, they cause an explosion, hence potion explosion. Boom. If anyone read my tweet, which no one reads my tweets, but then you're able to collect them and put them on your flask. And then there's a few different elements to collecting these certificate of sorts to, to win the game. You need to have three of the same type of potion flask completed of the same type or six five five just kidding is that five Mm -hmm. five of one of each kind or 
And then once they're all gone, then it's yeah. done or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That was they're the called... worst description of this game ever. <laughs> no, I apologize. They're good. No, they're skill tokens. And then, yeah, you only get so many depending upon the amount of players. And then if you, depending upon how many flask you complete, you get victory points on those. You also have a little beaker, like you said. You have a little beaker on the side where you can For put storage. your extras. Yeah, and you'll yep. get three spots there, and then you can decide what other ones go back into the box. And yeah, it's just one of those that I think I think hidden treasure is is let's say it's 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 a out there for everyone to see treasure because it's it, maybe it's I a little think people under... have heard of it yeah but yeah you just it don't... doesn't have enough hype yeah people just don't talk about it as much anymore and I, I really enjoy this game and I think yeah I think it's a fun game I think that you might glance at it and think oh this is maybe just a kids game or something mm-hmm. but I think there's a little bit more to it than just that I think it's fun kids would have fun with it from the aspect of you know, the the marbles and all the colors and the the flasks and the different powers that they have and things like that. But I think there's the strategy pieces, too, that allows for the adults to be able to play it. Yeah, exactly. Because with your, with your uh, potion powers, after you've completed a potion, you flip it over. Anytime during your turn, you can use as many potion powers as you want by just flipping them upside down like you've been drinking them. And, yeah, that's I did that. I did that. Um, Yikes. And you can use those to kind of manipulate the board, per se, but it's the marbles and stuff like that, and, you know, be able to do more on your turn. Which I feel like in the past on ours, like, we had, like, finished, like, one out of... You only get two potions, current potions, on your thing. It only has two spots. And I think previously we had only, like, finished a potion and called it done. Where in this one, we've actually done more multiple potions at on the same turn and then being able to fill them and stuff like that. So we got, I think more of a, yeah. And I think, I think on this play, we utilize a lot more of the powers of the potions. Mm -hmm. So like one potion, you're actually able to steal somebody else's storage in their, from their beakers. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that this time, but then there's one where you're able to take, a series of the same color out of one of the rows or, you know, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 yeah so really check like that. that one out. Potion Explosion by Simon Games. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, yesterday, what did we play? <laughs> I, I like I, the, I I the stern pointing to. I kind of stepped over you, so I was kind of leading it to you. <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen that. It was like... It was like a weird, like, producer's move or something. It was like, over to you, Jim, and no one saw it. Um, <laughs> Even though he was staring right at me. <laughs> so we got to play the expansion Pearlbrook for Everdale. And in this one, it adds a river, which is cool. Um, you also get to have little uh, frog meeples that you get to use, which is cool. I like that you get to have those little guys... And you, depending upon if you have a certain amount of the symbols on your cards, depending upon if it's a construction or a, a citizen or whatever, you can put your frog over on this river space. And depending upon if you get a pearl, which pearls kind of help during the game, I'll kind of explain that a little bit later. But if you go in this spot and get the pearl that's on the card, then you flip over the card. And depending upon what it says, you can get, like, an extra bonus or whatever. So, like, one of them is, like, discard one of a 
of a certain symbol from your hand, card from your hand, and then you get a victory point and a pearl. And these pearls kind of help, like, get you, they get you, like, two victory points at the end of the game if you don't use them, but also you can use them and collect them to get these, you can build these wonders is what they're called. So, like, you at in the original game, you had these little spaces that you could, pr pretty much you would try to get towards the end because once your guy went there, you kind of stayed there for the round or whatever. And you didn't want to waste them, but like you could grab the... Because in the original game, you had these four basic event tiles. Well, in this Pearl Brook expansion, it actually has these fabulous wonders. So you they have the Hope Watch Gate, the Mist Rise Fountain, and other things. And what you do is you save up your resources and different things, and then you cash them in basically to get... Uh, to build those wonders so like the hope watch gate is like you have to pay one wood one uh, they call it resin i always think of amber because of <laughs> other games one stone and two pearls and discard two cards and then you get 10 points for hope watch gate and these ones are pretty hefty because they like the pointage is like 10 15 20 25 so that, that's another way to kind of win the game but i like what this adds to it because I think Everdell is kind of a pretty good streamlined game to begin with, but just adding adding the Pearlbrook expansion kind of adds another layer to it, and I really dig it. The one thing, just talking about Everdell, and the one thing that I kind of like and dislike about this game, which I think can kind of hinder or help you, and it helped me more in this game that we played, like, if you don't get to match up, like, you know, say in this game, like, you can put down a location, and then once you put down a location, you have these doors that you can put on the bottom of these cards if you have a certain character that goes with that location, and you can put the door on there and put out the guy for free. Well, if you don't come... There's so many cards in this game that if you don't come upon the right person to put down to go with your location, like, it's really tough for you to win, I feel like, if you're not comboing that. Like in this last game, like I was able to find a lot of different guys to combo and put down a lot of different guys there, and then I was able to get like the one of those wonders, which is which was the the most expensive or the most points, the twenty five point one, and I was able to really you know get a good win out of it. But I've I know I've had times when we've played this where I haven't been able to combo some of those cards and just completely just kind of like fallen behind. I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think that you can't get stuck in not being able to combo them. You have to just continue to go forward. Yeah. Like, number one, being patient. Like, there was one that I was waiting to be able to see what the guy looked like because I hadn't ever seen him or heard of him. And he finally appeared, and it turned out to be somebody that I could give to an opponent. It was the fool. Mm -hmm. And then it caused, it took up a, your space, and then it was, it actually provided negative two points to the other player. And, like, that was cool. But I thought, well, if I don't run into him, that's okay. I'm just going to continue to do other things. And sometimes I got impatient enough that I just ended up laying down. But it was okay, because... I could find another card where it would be like, I could lay this down and then there'd be a space on it that would be playing a card. If I put one of my characters there, or my critters there, if I played this here, I could take somebody from the meadow or from my hand that was 
three or less Mm -hmm. and play it down. So then I felt like because I couldn't combo between a construction and a guy or critter, then it was okay because I was getting the chance to lay things down for free anyway. So that's kind of how I was coping (laughs) (laughs) with um, being able to do that. And there's quite a few different options for that or trying to pair um, other end game results with things. So just trying to make do with what you have. Yeah. Instead, it, it was hard because like you were laying down so many cards when we were playing this last game because we played it twice yesterday. You were laying down so many cards and I thought, I am so screwed because I can't lay anything down. And then finally I thought, you just got to start laying things down. It's going to be fine. And I ended up, I think I lost by 10 points from you, but I lost by 10 points and I'm okay with that because you still had the highest wonders and I didn't have any wonders. So losing by 10 points and not picking up a 25 point wonders, I think, I thought that was pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah I so, so, I mean, I was, and I think you capped out on all of your spaces in your... Yeah, which I you, don't think I've ever You done. laid down all 15 cards too, yeah. so... And I, oh, yeah, I think I ended up doing that at the very end just to try to scrape out uh, whatever points I could. So, I mean, there's a lot of different options. I think that's what I really like about the game is the fact that the stack to draw from and the options in the market and stuff is extensive. Yeah. And you'll, you'll encounter, there's multiple copies of cards. So it's not like... Oh, I saw that card once. I'm never going to see it again. Yeah. I feel like this game, though, is a... You really have to take advantage from the get-go. You know, and not... Because you only start out with two player tokens. Three if you have the frog to help out. If you have the Pearl Brook expansion. But, like, you know, you hit more pawns as the seasons go on. But, like, you really have to start off strong, I feel like, to, you know, kind of keep going. You know, you can't just kind of put it off I don't think but Logan I think did a good job of that in this last game that we played because he only had three cards for the longest time on the table and then that made me nervous and then eventually he's like you know bang boom bam he had a bunch on there yeah and it was his first play so he didn't really know how it worked I think he would do it a little bit different even the next time that he played but I think that It'd be interesting to play with him again. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Yeah. But I, 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 I like, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I like his thought process on stuff because he always like talks about like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to play an expansion to the game. He's like, I just want to play the regular game and not learn anything else and go. And then, you know, he learns, learns stuff really quickly. And then all of a sudden you can, you know, it takes him a bit, but then you can see his brain working and he's like, okay, you know, watch this guys. And he's like, boom, 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 boom. You know, he had these combos that were working, you know? Right. Oh, the the other thing I was going to say was to comment on your your plays and the number of guys that you get from the very beginning. It's hard to get started sometimes. And so then I feel like I get nervous because there aren't enough seasons mm-hmm. because we don't have enough guys and I want to do more. And then that first season is done. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God, how am I going to be able to do it again? Because now I only get one other guy. And then, you know, you, you're you just getting started. You know, you're just putting gas in your car. What? 
<laughs> you heard it here first. You just getting started putting gas in your car. That was so horrible. That was amazing. I love it. Dave, I'm using that in my please, daily life. Please take that out. No, never. I've never used that before That's in my life. amazing. I said it. I think that was from like the 1960s. I, told I have that. to tell That's you, I don't know what my face looked like when I told him that. But... <laughs> Terrified. Terrified. Okay. So anyway, that is Everdell Pearlbrook. Yep. So let's get to... Let's get what to. What were we talking about? I don't know. I don't know anymore. We lost each other. We lost it. Enhancing our gaming experience. Is that what we were talking about? Enhancing our game space. Game space. Game space. Fa 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 fa. So off to talking about enhancing our game space. Yeah, whether it be upgraded components, whether it be stuff for your game room. I mean, we've kind of in this quarantined life, we've kind of wanted to. You know, do some upgrades here and there of things that we've always kind of wanted to do. And it's been nice, especially with our our upgraded basement. We got our basement finished because it's just been so cold and damp and gross in there. And that we were nice. We were excited to have a little game space that we were able to put down there. But then we wanted to kind of accent some things. So we were able to buy some things that way. Yeah, I don't think we're done yet. Because I still want to do. I still want to do stuff like with it but um yeah there i kind of get a few ants in my pants when it comes to wanting to add a little touch of this and a little touch of that Mm -hmm. so we bought i think our first like few things that we bought for our game space was um we bought a few pillows from uh pillowcases you mean Pillow slips, maybe, instead, because that doesn't sound as creepy. What did they say on them? I forget. So one of them just had a bunch of, like, meeples and pawns and stuff like that on it, right? Like, it was a cool little design. And then the other one was, like, let's play board games or something like that, I think? No. Okay. And then the other one says, did someone say board games? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that I saw, or that you had showed me, uh, someone had done some things for or gotten a huge uh art piece done for their house which i thought was cool i think it was actually the artist for everdell right it was yeah Uh, so that's something i would love to save up our money for or maybe put on my birthday list but another thing which i saw which i thought was really cool and i would really want to do and i don't know where to get something like this out there is they had something and i don't know if it's something they had specially made or had gotten for if they worked for somebody but they had one of those like banners you kind of see at like a board game convention that was the same person i know it's the same person oh okay. i'm just saying yep. i don't know where she got it oh okay gotcha. so like you know if it's something where it, like it had you know it has a banner of like a game company in a game or whatever like i would love to get that for like lords of waterdeep or something like that have that huge banner cuz it's like you know, I don't know I, what hers I, said. I think if you, yeah, I think hers had like a pawn with a, like, a, the pawn had a face and then a board game and then it said something about board games. I think she had it personally made, but like, I would love to get a couple, like, even get a couple and like switch them out. Like if we did videos, it'd be like, okay, here's a Lords of Waterdeep one and then here's a yeah. Orleans one and then here's like, you know, some of our favorite companies like Plan B or something like that. Like that would be awesome. Yeah, no, I keep thinking about that picture that she had done through consignment from the artist that from Everdell it was awesome it had guys looking on a like a mountaintop 
and there were dice sitting in the hills and oh man it had to have been like what do you think four feet by four feet or yeah, it was, it was five huge. feet by five feet i don't know yeah. like fi- five feet by fantastic <laughs> i'm sure like, it cost them a pretty penny but it, it looks like it's totally oh my it. god it was awesome like <laughs> blues and greens it was all colored and it was awesome. Yeah, it was very cool. I don't know how she finagled that, but I just, oh, yeah, a girl can dream. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would be nice to get you know some of those little things for you know for down there to just kind of upgrade and stuff like that. Like we've talked about signage and stuff like that too. Well, and we haven't really hung anything on our walls, mm-hmm. partially because we had all of our walls lined with um, car siding. Which is like a natural finished wood. And so, like, it looks so nice. I think it's hard for us to want to hang something on the walls. Mm-hmm. And so, but, I mean, God, if we had something like this, I'd be all over it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we talked about even saving boxes that we've combined games. Um, so, expansions and things like that that we've put together with the base games and saving the boxes and doing a collage of sorts or using the cool boxes or whatever to do something prior to us redoing our basement. And we thought that would be really cool to be able to do something like that in the basement, but I don't know. And like we've combined now the Everdell Pearlbrook expansion with the base game and the box, if you've ever seen that, is awesome. Yeah, the really art. Cool. And that would be really cool to hang on the wall, but we just need to figure out how we'd want to do that. We just need to save that to figure out what we do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. But I think what's cool about like buying these pillow slips to be able to 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 add these personal touches to our room is we're supporting those artists through certain things. So like a lot of the websites that they, you know, where you can have like t-shirts made and stuff like that, it goes directly to those artists. So I think we got the pillow slips from Redbubble. Yep. If you've ever bought anything from Redbubble, that's where we got those from. We also, for our game space, we bought some D20 coasters. Mm-hmm. I bought those prior to our basement being finished and those turned out so much better than i thought they would even yeah they're amazing be. like they they stick to whatever you have whatever uh surface you have them on like they don't feel like they would wear at all unless you really like attempted to ruin them like they're just such good quality and i think you did you grab those on etsy yes those i grabbed from etsy the the company is called two pips design and they're awesome. I think we bought like four or five different colors, red and blue and orange and green, mm-hmm. yellow maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, five different colors. Oh, just amazing. And it's just a design of a D20 and then the backside, like Kurt said, just kind of is skid proof so it doesn't slide. And they're just an awesome quality. They sell other board game items too i think i bought a a bag that we can carry games in that has dice all over it 
too, but they do a lot of cool things. On Etsy, I just happened to find them because I was looking for some fun coasters yeah. to use in our space because who wants to ruin their their tables and stuff yeah, exactly. on, a, on new furniture? Yeah. yeah, and it feels like Etsy, we've been really finding a lot of cool different things. You know, we've done upgraded components for our games. Like, I bought a bunch of, like, different uh, almost mini kind of resin guys for water lords of water deep i also bought some little uh stand up token blame tokens for champions of midgard we i i think for you did i get for like a, your christmas present like one of your christmas presents i think i got the walnut containers for everdell got yep. those for you um you also got the little doors for Everdell too. Yeah, those doors are awesome. So instead of using the cardboard um, circles that come with the Everdell game. Yeah, the chits, yeah. Aren't, weren't they just cardboard, though? Yeah, that's card, yeah, cardboard. Chits yep. are usually cardboard, nope. for the most part. No, that's fine. I just didn't remember even what they were. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. These are like little round 3D printed pieces that you cover to know that you can't use it again. Yeah. Um, so those are awesome. And then yesterday when we were sitting there playing Everdell, we got a little little anxious and we decided we needed something to hold the pearls for the Pearl Brook expansion because we have something, we have all the walnut containers to hold all of the other resources. Okay, so when I was looking at Etsy, I found a seashell resource basket that, of course, we had to buy. <laughs> And so that will be coming to hold our pearls. Yeah, and I love the design on it too because not only did the out the outside of the shell that's basically on the bottom that you don't really see like looks like a real seashell you'd find on the beach. On the inside, she also kind of curved in or carved in the loops that kind of you know let go around inside of a seashell sometimes. And I, I love the amount of detail that some people do with these. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. She, it is not the same vendor that we used to buy the walnut resources, or resources, the walnut storage also, but um, she makes some really cool ones where she does the details on the outside of the, those resource holders too. It's really cool. Yeah. The, the Etsy page is called Smoking Sardine. Nice. And then we also decided, well, because we're doing that, her page also offers she makes these really cute stands that hold all of the special event cards so the cards that have if you have a minor mole and a lookout. lookout or something like that and you place your character there then you get extra points she makes these special event stands so that you can see them instead of having them lay on top of the trees where it's harder to see and you might forget about them and they look like little tree stumps, sort of, mm-hmm. like, or rings, cut out pieces of trees. And then they have a slit in them to hold the card. And then the back of it, the card sits against a little mushroom. Yeah, it's really cute. They're super cute. <laughs> and so she's sending us um, all of those. We just ordered them yesterday. So now we have to patiently wait for those. But there's tons of different people or vendors out there that are making all those really cool things and that are much more talented than we are. Yeah, definitely. And I I like, you know, instead of 
you know, maybe blindly going and buying a game that might just sit on our shelf and really not get any playthroughs, you know, why don't we just, you know, I think we've talked about this in the past, why don't we just upgrade some of these games that we know we're going to play frequently? Right. You know? There was one other thing that Kurt and I were looking at that we were like, no way can we do this, but there's, she makes these basically tree stumps that are like totally like enhanced and they have like little mushrooms and flowers and like all this kind of stuff and you set all your resources for the game for Everdell right inside of them and each player gets their own but they're like $35 a piece and it makes sense because she hand makes them and they're so intricate you just have to see them yeah it makes me think of like the houses in the Shire and Lord of the Rings when you see them on the movies like it's so they're so phenomenally detailed Definitely worth the money. It's just sometimes it's hard to just like, you know, say you're going to play a four person game of Everdell. It's hard to shell out 35 times four. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of money, you know. So that's something that, you know, maybe if you can't think of anything to ask for your birthday or for Christmas, then you say, hey, can anybody pitch in and just get me these things, you know? A million dollars worth of resource um, holders. Just kidding. That's right. Not a million dollars. No. Also, God, I'm obsessed with looking at things on Etsy lately. But Kurt and I have been talking about, well, he had been talking about this Twitter page that, or these dice, I should say, that this lady makes that have ducks in them, basically ducky dice. (laughs) And I said, oh, yeah, I follow her on Twitter, too. She made, I think, like Dunkin' Donuts dice, too. And um, so I pulled her up, and I knew she had an Etsy page, and I pulled her up, and I ordered two of these duck dice so they're basically clear d20 dice with little rubber duckies inside of them like who does that (laughs) and who is gonna say that they have ducks inside of a d20 dice pretty awesome yeah i love it i think it i you know right away i was like that i need those i don't i don't care if i don't need those but i need those because they're amazing so we're getting some of those, but then it got got me thinking, why can't I make dice? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make dice. So then I started looking at all the supplies and like, why can't I make dice? So I'm, if you're listening to this and you know anything about dice making, like, can you tell me anything about it? <laughs> like, I found some molds from Etsy that I really want to... Um, get maybe for my birthday or something but I need more details on the type of resin and that kind of thing obviously I'm not going to jump right into making duck dice Mm -hmm. or anything like that but even just a standard die that I can try would be awesome to do as a hobby yeah definitely then I can have a whole episode about talking about making dice there you go boy that would put people to sleep (laughs) I bet you it's probably more people would be more excited about it than you think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Totally look at it. Yeah, exactly. Man. Tabletops for your gaming tops for your tables and stuff like that. These people are so talented. They are. I wish I could do stuff like that. I tell you what. So two things that I have for an assignment for you guys is direct me to dice making. And direct us to somebody who can help us 
customize a sort of affordable piece of art for our game room. Yeah, there you go. So there. You didn't know you were listening to this podcast for that. Yeah. Now you have homework. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I don't go to school anymore. And your dog can't eat it. Your dog can't eat it. Yeah. Your homework. No excuses there. No, no dogs eating this homework. No. Because exactly. it's not via paper. Exactly. So if, if you're going to do that work for us, let us know. Follow us on our Facebook page, MFGCast. Follow us on Twitter, at MFGCast. Or at Mrs. Og. That's right. For the dice part of it, at That's least. That's right. And s- until next time. Ooh, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. <laughs> and this was the MFG cast. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.